of Fames later, Trey Ware is still waking up Texas. Up to date, up to the minute, and kind of get the late breaking stories right away. The 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware, now on FM 1071. And it is 5.05 at 5.50 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trayware page at KTSA.com. The phones are open at 210-599-5555. The latest on the war in Israel. It appears as though a second front has now opened up, and Israel is being attacked from a second front. Apparently, we got Hezbollah that is firing missiles from Lebanon. That's in the north. Now you've got the Gaza action in the south that's been going on this week as we thought was probably going to happen those the modern day nazis who want to exterminate the jews from planet earth are now moving on the north apparently so fox news and trey yanks reporting this morning that israel is now striking back in the north after hezbollah has been firing their rockets as i told you on monday hezbollah is far more advanced than the hamas terrorist hezbollah is an actual army Hezbollah has, uh, well, they claim 100,000 troops. Even if it's, uh, you know, half of that, even if they're lying and padding that by double, that's still 50,000 troops that are very well trained and very well armed. In other words, their missiles that they have are highly sophisticated, targeted missiles, much, much more accurate, much more deadly than those that are held by Gaza and the uh, the Hamas terrorists there. So that's what's happening right now. And we now have the number of dead Israelis continuing to grow uh, after what happened on Saturday. Uh, the number is well up to, and some say exceeding 1,500. More than 3,000 have been injured. And now, and now, as of yesterday, it got a whole lot worse. As if it could. But it did. Screenshots showing these trained animals of Hamas arriving at Kibbutz where they killed at least 100 people, beheaded women and children and babies and the elderly. Uh, Kibbutz is a place of peace and uh, it's, you know, began uh, back in the last century uh, based on agriculture, kind of communal living, if you will very agrarian but in the last couple of decades they have started uh, to do some other uh, technology and some things of that nature in these kibbutz well they kind of live together uh, i've been to several of them in israel they share and share alike uh, as i said communal living is what you find at kibbutz and the hamas terrorists went into kibbutz and they started to just kill people while they were asleep dragging uh, children and babies out of the kibbutz and taking them away from their parents. Uh, and then, of course, killing many, many uh, infants and beheading those infants after they killed them in front of their parents. You are dealing with and you are watching on planet Earth right now satanic evil. This is what we're seeing. Call it what it is. This is satanic evil to erase the Jewish people from planet Earth. That is what they are doing. And unfortunately, and may I say also absurdly and very sickly, we have people in this country that are supporting this murder of innocence, this chopping off of heads, this beheading of, of little tiny babies, there are people here in this country, there are members of Congress who are supporting this. Remember, 
silences violence. So here we go with cut number one. Rashida Tlaib, who continues to post the Palestinian flag in front of her office, proudly so. The same Rashida Tlaib who sat at a testifying table in front of Congress in 2019, her and AOC crying about babies who were separated from their parents at our border. You remember when that was going on? The separation of children from their parents at the southern border. They were crying as they testified to Congress as to what they saw. The the separation of children from their parents at our southern border. No such tears for those Israeli Jewish children who have been separated from their parents and or murdered. Rashida Tlaib, AOC, the rest of the squad, very proud, very proud to stand with the Palestinians and the murderous bastards that continue on their cycle of murder in the Middle East and against Israel. Yesterday, Rashida Tlaib, as she was trying to leave her office, as always happened, there were news reporters out there. One from Fox News continued to follow her and ask her questions about her Palestinian flag, about how she, what, what she thought about what was going on. And remember what they always said during Black Lives Matter. Remember? Your silence is violence. If you don't take any and raise your fist in solidarity with the terrorist group, in my view, Black Lives Matter, then your silence is violence. Listen to how that went yesterday. No answer. You have nothing to say about Hamas terrorists popping up babies' heads. Do you condone what Hamas has done, chopping off babies' heads, burning children alive, raping women in the street? No answer. You have no comment about children's heads being chopped off? No answer. Congressman, why do you have the Palestinian flag outside your office if you do not condone what Hamas terrorists have done to Israel? She rushed into an elevator and left without answering any of the questions. Her silence is violence. Why? Because she supports what these Hamas terrorists did to children. Period. Full stop. We're talking about the beheading of little children. AOC. All the others in the squad support what you see because they will not condemn it, because they will not stand up against it, because they will not support Israel. The little babies of Israel. And it's not just those in Congress. You've got those in the media. The CBC, the Canadian Broadcast Corporation, has instructed. Now, see, this is the difference between Canada and here, although that's changing rapidly here. Canada has instructed the CBC, I'm talking about the Canadian government, has instructed the CBC to not refer to Hamas as terrorists, but freedom fighters. Freedom fighters. And the New York Times in the United States is not referring to Hamas as terrorists anymore. They put a story up calling Hamas terrorists. They immediately took it down. They erased it, and they called them Hamas gunmen. They're just gunmen. And over on MSNBC, you've got Andrea Mitchell. 
Andrea Mitchell was interviewing a mother whose little baby girl was taken by Hamas to be raped and murdered in Gaza. In fact, she also had 12 and 16-year-old boys who were taken into Gaza by Hamas. The mother, who was on MSNBC, kept her name anonymous because she wanted to make sure that her boys and, ch and children would be safe. Andrea Mitchell, after listening to the horrifying story of this mother, asked, well, how do you feel now that Gaza is being attacked by Israel? How do you feel now that Gaza is being attacked by Israel? The mother said back to Andrea Mitchell, if we're dealing with a war who is between two countries, countries don't take children hostages. It's against the laws of war. It's against humanity. It's against everything that we believe in. Every time we have missiles shot at us, I used to say to my children, be sympathetic toward the children of Gaza because they suffer a lot more. I don't believe that anymore, she said. Why would anybody believe it? When you hear the stories of a pregnant Israeli woman who the Hamas terrorist shot in her abdomen, she went to the hospital. She survived. Her baby did not. And here in America... Jew-hating anti-Semites on college campuses, in the media, and at Black Lives Matter are supporting the chopping off of babies' heads, the shooting of mothers in their bellies, and the capturing of little children to be taken to be raped and murdered. That is what these organizations in our country are supporting right now. Are you good with that? How do you feel about these organizations and this media in the United States of America supporting this kind of action? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Your calls and comments coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Discover the difference that Jesus Christ can make. All right, it's 519, Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Phones are open if you want to talk about this. You know, um, the, the stories that we're hearing out of Israel now are just absolutely the, the worst of the worst. We're not. We're not dealing with humanity. We're we're dealing with satanic evil, is what it is. Uh, when you go into a peaceful commune and you murder people who are asleep, who are preparing meals, and then you take little babies and you murder them and cut their heads off in front of their family, that's satanic evil. That's all. That's all that is. We're not talking about real human beings. But I want to bring in to our discussion, you and me, at 210-599-5555, another aspect of these that, that is extremely troubling to me. And I'm curious if it troubles you at all. 
Our government for the last two and a half years under Joe Biden and Barack Hussein Obama, who is pulling the strings, he's the puppeteer behind all this, they have been focusing on global warming. They call it now climate change, which is not real. We have settled it. We've settled it for, for sure. This is a political ploy to separate you from two things, your freedom and your money, your freedom and your money, your freedom and your money. That's what this is. They have also been focused on white men. Just May of this year, Joe Biden once again reiterating the biggest terroristic threat to the United States is white men who live here. White U.S. citizen men are the biggest terrorist threat to this country. If you're a white male who has posted on social media your thoughts about what this government has been doing, well, then guess what? They know your name. They know where you are. They know everything about you because this government has been weaponized against you. And, of course, as Newsweek reported last week and as I told you about, they have also been weaponized against Trump supporters. So if you put a Trump 2024 bumper sticker on your car or on your Facebook or on your IG or whatever, guess what? They know where you are. They know who you are. But I'm going to take this one step further. I don't believe, personally, there's any way on God's green earth that they did not know that this was coming. As I said yesterday and the day before, we have much bigger problems if they didn't know. And that would be an argument, if I were in Congress, that would be an argument to defund these agencies because they would have missed the largest and most significant attack on another country, in the, one of our allies in the history of the world. They should be brought before Congress right now to testify. The head of the CIA, the head of NSA, the head of, uh, of, uh, of the FBI, right now to testify in front of Congress. What did you know? When did you know it about this? And if they say, we did not know, then take their money away. They're not worth the money we're given, the, the, the trillions of dollars we give to these people. They're not worth it if they didn't know, right? Can we agree on that? But if they did know, and they didn't tell one of our, probably our closest ally on planet Earth, but certainly our closest ally in the Middle East, and didn't tell them what was coming, oh, baby, oh, baby, baby. Get ready, because they're not telling you what's happening here. If they didn't know, and if they're going to claim they didn't know that this was coming to Israel this past Saturday, then what else don't they know? Because we know that more young men on the terror watch list have been allowed into the U.S. this year, 156 of them, than all previous four years combined.
than all previous four years combined. Just this year, 156 on the terror watch list that we knew about, that we encountered. It's thought to be many thousands more that we didn't encounter. Young, healthy, single males coming into our country. And while our intelligence apparatus is focused on global warming bullcrap that doesn't even exist, white men in America, they've told us, Joe Biden said in May, that's our biggest threat is white men in America. And, of course, setting up a whole division to track and to follow Trump supporters. But who cares? That 156, we're talking about a 140% increase in young, able-bodied, single men on the terror watch list being allowed into our country. Am I the only one that sees a problem with this? Jaime, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. I want to add a little bit to what you said. It's it's not it's, it's evil for what these people did and the satanic. It's beyond evil. It's beyond evil. Yeah. There's not there's not even a you know but, what Jaime? There's not even a word in the lexicon of any what? language on planet Earth, and I know several languages that can describe what we're watching right now. And but the thing is, what's even worse is the people in our government and the people around the world celebrating what happened and are are happy about what happened and and. Right now, the administration is condoning, is actually supporting what happened over there in Israel. That's what they're doing. Our administration is. And then the, wor- the worst thing, too, is it's not just white men. It's white Republican men. Those are the, the worst, is, is the white Republican men. That it's because you can be white, just like I guess Joe Biden forgets that he's a white man. But since he's a Democrat, he's okay. I mean, and that's what's sad about everything. But thank you for everything you do, man. I appreciate all the information you give us. Keep doing it, and and I love your show, man. Thank you. Thank you, Jaime, for the call. Appreciate it. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. The president did speak yesterday. You know, I've got plenty to say about him being an hour and a half late. Okay, and his speech ended up being a complete and total waste of time. Uh, it's it's rude for him to do that to schedule. And and Barack used to do this all the time. Trump was never late for one, not even one. Not even one speech, not even one press conference was Trump late to. Look it up. You don't have to believe me. Look it up yourself. Barack was typically two to three hours late to every one of his, and Joe Biden is always late to his. I was I was texting with Elaine yesterday. They're having to give him whatever drugs they could give him, and you know what? They're not working as well as they used to. So they're having to prop him up the best they can to shove him in front of the cameras. They won't let anybody ask him questions. He walks out like Frankenstein with stiff legs, after he says whatever he's going to say and he said we you know we're crystal clear we stand with israel and blah 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 i don't care what you say you know show me some action you can talk all day long and politicians talk but it's what you do that makes a difference and he has put our department of justice on his political enemies he has weaponized our intelligence agencies against white men and trump supporters And we have this evil on planet Earth beheading little bitty babies. Oh, you bet. This falls right in the lap of Joe Biden. You bet it does. 
210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? I-35, Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. 210-599-5555. The latest is that Hezbollah has been attacking Israel. Israel has tried to respond in the north. That is in the north. The other fighting that we've been telling you about all week is down in the south. That's where the Gaza Strip is. Israel is preparing for a ground invasion of Gaza by softening the targets inside of Gaza to go in and absolutely turn it into what one Israeli commander said yesterday that I heard. We're going to turn Gaza into a tent city by the time we're done. 210-599-5555. An Israeli woman, 25 years old, is a hero. I'll tell you about her in just a minute. And... How did we get here with Gaza? And is Israel the bad guy as people in our government say so? And as these other organizations and students say so? Keep in mind, I was, I was contacted by parents yesterday whose children were not just one, whose chil- and not just one school. Children were coming home. Teachers telling children in schools, Israel deserved this in San Antonio, Texas. Larry, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Good morning. Good good morning, Trey. First of all, I listened to your dad for many years. Listened to you from 5 to 11, from five to 11 every morning. Thank you, Larry. Appreciate and, it. And uh, before I start what I've got to say, I want to start this off with a question. Yes, sir. What is the difference between a vicious animal, Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Iranian Iranian regime and their leadership? Uh, I think the, the, vicious, the vicious animal has more morals. You got it, my friend. There is basically no difference. But you can deal with a wild animal, a vicious animal. But what I've got to say is this is a warning again for us. Yes, it we is. We missed it during, during 9-11, and we're going to miss it again if we don't take care of business now. Well, Larry, I, I hate to say this, but we may have already missed it. As I was telling you, as I was saying the last half hour, as I've been saying for days, U.S. intelligence has been focused on global warming, number one. Number two, they've been focused on white men. And number three, they've been focused on Trump supporters. And we have had more young, healthy men on the terror watch list allowed into the U.S. this year than the previous four years combined. So we may have already missed it. They're already here. It's just a matter of when. It's not a matter of if. In my estimation, it is a matter of when they pull the trigger. And, Larry, thank you for your call, and thank you for your kind comments about my dad. It makes me feel good when people remember him. All right, so, Mark, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Yeah, Trey, I remember your dad, uh, so I thank you for both of you. I really thank you for what you're doing. And I would, I, I and also I would urge you to listen to Vivek Ramaswamy's interview with Tucker Carl. I did. I heard uh, it the other day. It was great. Yeah, yeah. And just like, and and I don't, I don't know if you got that thought from Vivek or you came up with it on your as your own research, but I think the focus should be is how in the hell did this happen in the first place? Yeah. Where was where was the intelligence? Because yeah. you know what, it's the same thing that got lost in nine eleven. Yeah. Why why did that why did that why did this even have to happen? Because. Well. Like you said, with all the trillions of dollars we spend on these interrogations, and they waste all this time yeah. going after citizens of this country yes. that are just nothing more than good citizens that are that want to live their own lives in freedom and liberty. Right? No, they want to spend their time going after us. Yep. But instead of going after the the real evil and the people that want to do harm 
to liberty and freedom-loving people all over the world. Um, you know, Mark, let me say this. I, I missed that part of the Vivek thing because it took me a little while to get in the car and turn it on. But once I uh, once I did hear what they were talking about, it was outstanding. But I think I, 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 here's what I think about how they missed it. I think they missed it on purpose, number one, that there is no way, you know, if they want to claim ignorance, and that's why I said you drag them in front of Congress and put them under oath right now. If they want to, if, if the CIA and the FBI and the NSA and the Director of National Intelligence, the DNI, if they want to claim ignorance, then you fire the whole damn bunch of them. You fire every last one of their asses. You can them now, and then you take the money away from them because they're obviously not spending the money on what they're supposed to be spending on. If they claim ignorance that we didn't know this was coming. Now, if they did know it was coming, we got bigger problems because they have focused on, number one, global warming. That's all they care about. And you and I both know that is a farce. That is to, That global warming farce is meant to separate us from our freedom and our money. They have been focused on white men. Joe Biden in May of this year said the biggest terroristic threat on planet Earth is white men. That's what he said in May of this year. You can look up the video. And as of last week, they have formed a new division to go after Trump supporters. That's on top of going after parents who show up at school board meetings. That's what the intelligence agencies in America have been doing, and that's why we are in a terrible position here now that we know that guys on the terror watch list, young, healthy men on the terror watch list, and you can see the videos online, have been coming across our southern border, and they're all over America, all over. And that's, and that's the core of the problem. And what they do as well is they then turn, they say, well, we got to go bomb Iran. we got to go start getting our guys, our, our pilots and our, our guys starting involved in, in potentially getting World War III going. And that, that's my whole problem here. Is yeah. all these and these neo these neocon Republicans like 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 Nikki Haley and Mike Pence and all these other clowns yeah. that say, oh yeah, we got so we're going to start stirring up hate with Iran. And you know what? I don't hate the Iranian people. They're under a horrible. And the last thing I would support is going to bomb their their infrastructure that's going to kill them as well as destroy all their infrastructure. What I do support is, like you said, stop this flow at the border. Start going after all these people that are here, and well, start deporting them and get them out of here, and let's get let's return to some well, sanity. Here. But but I but I would say, and Mark, thank you as always for the call. I would say I will unleash Israel on Iran and allow Israel to decimate and destroy Iran, as should have happened when Bibi Netanyahu came here during the Obama administration and said, "I have to take them out because they are going to do what they're doing today." He warned us when when Barack Obama was president, he came to Congress, he went to the U.N. and gave a speech, and he predicted this very day what happened. Mike, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah, before I get to the, the congressmen, the, the, the squad people, I want to say this about uh, Joe Biden. Once again, Joe Biden, if you watch the uh, – if you go back uh, to people that are listening to you, go back and watch the video from yesterday – once again, Joe Biden turned his back on the American people after uh, after doing a so-called uh, speech. He didn't take no questions. He still had this event took place last Saturday, and Joe Biden still hasn't answered any questions about the conflict in Israel. He just gave a ten or fifteen minute statement and walked off the stage with Kamala right behind him, and she she didn't say that either. But let me say this right quick about Omar and Talib and uh, AOC. 
uh, this woman has a, a flag in front of her office just to leave. She refuses to ask questions. She refuses to denounce Hamas and what they're doing, the children and women and children and kids. Their silence is deafening uh, when they don't have nothing to say, but that shows you that they approve of this, of what Hamas is doing. And like I say, the people in, in Minnesota, the people in New York State, and all the states that voted for the squad to be in Washington, D.C., and the so to represent America ought to be ashamed of themselves. And, and, and all four of them should be kicked out of Congress, not next week, not next year, but today, because those are those people are imposters in our government, and we don't need those type of losers that sympathize with Hamas. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thank you, Mike. There are eight of them. One of them tried to pull the fire alarm last week. They all should be gone. They all should be kicked out of Congress right now. Anita, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Uh, yes, Trey. The people in the United States that are for what's going on against uh, Israel, they don't realize that Hamas would love to do that to themselves, to to our to our America. Of course. Yes. And That's again, right. Trey, we're seniors. We listened to your dad all the time. We loved his wisdom, and he passed it on to you. And again, thank you for keeping us informed, and God bless you and your staff and everybody that's for Israel and America the right way. Pray, people, pray. Amen. Thank you, Anita. Uh, 210-599-5555. And this is Andrew. You're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. I'm driving in here from Bandera in this nice little rain shower we got. And I just want to say, why aren't we going after these teachers who are, you know, speaking like that? That's hate speech. That's, uh, what do you call it? That's racist right there. Sure it is. You bet it is. It's hate speech. I don't see the FBI knocking on their doors. Nope, they won't be, you know, because it's only white men and it's Trump supporters. And it's global warming, and it's it's families, it's moms and dads who go to the school board meeting that the intelligence agencies, look, they got it all screwed up here, folks. It's all screwed up, right? I, I mean, just think about that for a minute. If they want to claim they didn't know what was going on, if they want to claim that they didn't know this was coming on Saturday, do you think they ought to be employed? Is that the kind of people you want watching us and keeping us safe? If they want to say to us under oath they didn't know that was going on? Now, I want to tell you, as far as me saying this and wanting Congress to bring them up there and hold their feet to fire, they're not going to do it. Why? Because the only thing that Chuck Schumer ever got right is when he told Donald Trump, you cross the intelligence agencies in this country and they got seven ways of Sunday getting back at you. And look what they did to Donald Trump. Look what they did. And look what they're doing to him now. With all of these indictments and all these court dates and everything that's going on around Donald Trump, look what they're doing to him. So Chuck Schumer was right. So none of these guys in Congress are going to say to the intelligence agencies, what did you know and when did you know it? Because if they were to say, we didn't know anything, well, <laughs> okay, baby, you didn't know that this was coming, the largest attack on the on Israel in its history, and that goes, that's biblical proportions, right? I, I remember reading about Babylon and all that you did too. And so we didn't know about it is not a sufficient answer for them to be able to keep their jobs and the trillions of dollars we give them. 
But if they did know about it, now you got a whole other can of worms, don't you? 210-599. Well, look, if they knew about it and they let it happen, there's a reason for they to let it happen. Global dominance, one world government, etc. The destruction of Israel, the destruction of America, and the one world government that they've always been dreaming of. Could be that. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. What I know about courage, I learned... ...of allegiance on this show. Just call this number. It's my voicemail here at the station. 210-654-5155. You can record it right there, and we'll put it on the radio, okay? 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. And I look forward to hearing from you very, very soon. Prayers for gymnastics superstar Mary Lou Retton. She is fighting for her life right now. She is battling pneumonia. She won the all-around women's gymnastics competition in 1984 to Summer Olympics. According to a statement from her daughter, she's fighting for her life. She cannot breathe on her own. She is in ICU right now and on a ventilator. West Virginia is where she's from. In 1984, the Olympic Games in L.A., I remember it extremely well as if it were yesterday. Uh, the first time in history that an American woman earned the all-around gold medal or, or any individual Olympic medal in gymnastics. She's 55 now. She won five medals in the 84 games, including two silver medals for team and vault and two bronze medals in the uneven bars and floor exercise. And then she went on to be on the Wheaties box and movies and television and the love boat and everything else. So we, uh, of course, will be thinking and praying for Mary Lou Retton as she is dealing with this uh, situation now. Uh, okay, so somebody just texted me a couple of minutes ago. By the way, the phones are open at 210-599-5555. You can call me, you can text me, or you can email me, Trey at KTSA.com, however you prefer to get the word to me. And they were asking, why do the Democrat, why, why do uh, the Jewish uh, people support Democrats here in the U.S.? Well, I've brought that up on a number of occasions because the Democrats don't support them. <laughs> okay, let's be perfectly clear. For the American, for the for Jewish Americans who traditionally do vote Democrat, time in and time out, election after election after election, they're actually voting for people who don't like them, and that's the truth. We used to have a far-left, liberal, nutjob Democrat who did this show years ago. This was like 30 years ago, okay? He's still in the community, and he's so far-left. He is farther left than AOC. <laughs> he really is. You, some of you know who I'm talking about. And still supported Democrat causes and Democrats to this very day. The very organization, the Democrat Party, who does nothing to help American Jews. Nothing. Nothing at all. And yes, there were plenty of Jewish Americans who voted for AOC and Rashida Talib and Milham Morhar and all the others that are now wishing for the destruction of Jews all over the planet and supporting the destruction, the eradication of Jews from the planet. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever to me i i can't look everybody has to square their own vote in their own head right i can't square that one in my head that makes no sense it's kind of like uaw kind of not quite because you know obviously we're talking life and death when you're talking about american jews 
but it's kind of like UAW supporting this president who is doing his damnedest to destroy the American car manufacturing industry and run all those UAW workers out of jobs. And they're supporting this guy and giving their money to Democrats all across America and saying this is the guy who needs to be president again, the guy who is destroying their jobs and their future and their income and their children and their pensions and everything else. Well, when you're talking American Jews, though, you're talking about a different thing. You're talking about people who actually support their eradication, not just them losing their jobs, not them just losing their livelihood, but people who support their eradication from planet Earth. It, it, I, I've never, I have never understood it. I've had this very conversation with people time and time again in the Jewish community, which I support the Jewish community. I support Israel in big ways, even with my dollars. And I look at this and go, okay, you make no sense at all when you're voting for people who want you gone or who support those who want you gone. That makes no sense on planet Earth. None at all. None. Now at 6.05, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some explaining about Gaza and Israel. Because there's a whole lot of misinformation that's being put out on CNN and MSNBC and on our own station on ABC about the Gaza situation, about Israel and that relationship. I'm going to get into that at 6.05. I'm also going to get into and discuss with you the latest on what is happening over there. Because we've had some new developments come into the picture and I, I think you need to know about that as well. So all that's coming up at 6.05 and as always... Your phone calls are welcome. You're more than welcome to be on the show. 210-599-5555. That's 210-599-5555. Back at 605, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here for Alamo. Conflict between Israel and the militant group Hamas. There have been over a thousand Israeli and Palestinian deaths. Biden officials saying the president made a private phone call to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and urged Israel to minimize civilian casualties in the Gaza Strip. The first shipment of U.S. weaponry has arrived in Israel Tuesday. A spokesman for the Israeli Defense Force said the first plane carrying advanced ammunition has landed at one of their air bases. They say Israel is grateful for the American support and assistance. An 18-year-old man now facing capital murder, part of a carjacking gone very wrong. Authorities say Daquan Ruffin knowingly took part in a carjacking that left two people dead. Officers say the crew was out to steal a Dodge Charger from two owners they'd met on Instagram. According to reports, a juvenile was in on it as an interested buyer. At the end of the test drive, authorities say he pulled a gun. Investigators say a struggle took place and owner Ricardo De La Fuente and carjacker Dontre Suarez were facing shot. Ruffin fled but was identified by Suarez relatives as one of the carjackers. An affidavit states since Ruffin went along willingly with the crime and someone died, he's eligible for capital murder charges. Tom Perumian, KTSA News. Well, no one has won the Powerball jackpot. One San Antonio resident, $2 million richer. The winning ticket was sold at the HEB store. On Grissom Road, ahead of the October 4th Powerball drawing. Now, the ticket did match all five of the white balls, but not the red Powerball. Tonight's Powerball jackpot, meanwhile, an estimated $1.75 billion. KTSA News time is 6.01. Let's check in with Rudy J. Find out what's happening in sports. 
In the NFL, Los Angeles Chargers running back Austin Eckler is confident he'll return to the lineup for Monday night's matchup. He's 99% sure when he faces the Cowboys, according to NFL Network's Bridget Condon. The Houston Texans added 49ers edge rusher Kerry Hyder who was cut by the Niners to make room for Randy Gregory, whom they acquired last week. In college basketball news, five-star guard Trey Johnson has narrowed down his list to two schools, Texas and Baylor. The Texas native is the number four player in the class of 2024. In the ALDS of the MLB playoffs, the Astros are a game away from their seventh straight ALCS appearance. After a 9-1 win over the Twins in Game 3 to take a 2-1 series lead, Houston will look to close things out today in Game 4 from Minnesota with first pitch set for 1. If they advance, they'll face the Rangers in an all-Texas ALCS as the Rangers finish off the Baltimore Orioles with a 7-1 win at home in Game 3 to sweep the best-of-five series, advancing to their first ALCS since 2011. I'm Rudy J for 94-1 San Antonio Sports Star. It's 6.02. AccuWeather and Time Saver traffic up next. KTSA News, brought to you by Stevens Roofing. Now, Israel is under attack in the south. The city of Askanon is being attacked by Hamas, and they are being attacked in the north by Hezbollah. This is what's going on. This is the very latest. Good morning, San Antonio Trey Ware, KTSA. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. So as of right now, what is happening, it's uh, uh, middle of the afternoon over in Israel right now. They are being attacked by Hamas, the terrorists of Hamas, once again, lobbing rockets into uh, southern Israel. Hezbollah is lobbing rockets into, or actually missiles, into the northern part of Israel. They have been taking fire the past couple of days, Israel has, from Syria. So you have them, basically they are surrounded and they are under assault on many different fronts, which is exactly on Monday morning when I sat here, told you that was exactly the fear of what was going to happen. I've been there. It is a, it, it is a wide open space. Uh, Israel basically, because of what the Arab nations have done around them, and they are surrounded by enemies of Israel who want their destruction, destruction uh, they are literally surrounded, even on their western coast, which is where the Mediterranean Sea is, well, that's where Gaza sits, and Gaza is on their west side, lobbing rockets. Hamas is to the north, lobbing rockets down into them. And then, of course, you've got the Islamic Jihad and the folks in Syria on the east side who are shooting at them now. As Israel continues to uh, prepare for their ground invasion of Gaza, one of their military leaders said that when we're done, Gaza is going to look like a tent city. Good. Every one of these murderous bastards from Hamas need to be killed. Every single one of them. We now have the screenshot showing that trained animals of Hamas arriving at very peaceful kibbutz throughout Israel, which is a communal living area started in the last century, mainly agrarian, but has grown into a place where there's some pretty smart kids and they're doing tech stuff, making tech stuff that you enjoy, you and I enjoy, some of the stuff that comes out of kibbutz in Israel. And they are extremely peaceful. And Hamas rolled in on Saturday and they murdered in cold blood people who were asleep. They murdered infant babies in front of their parents and then beheaded those infant babies. When I use the words that Patton used about the Nazis being murderous bastards, that's exactly what I mean. 
There is not a word in the English language, in the Hebrew language, in, in the French language, in the Spanish or any of the Romantic languages that I am familiar with. I'm not fluent in all of those, but I'm familiar with all of those. I've been to those places in the world, and I know enough to get along. And there is not a word to describe the evil that we're seeing. Evil is not a strong enough word to see and to describe what we are seeing with the the enemies of Israel and what they are doing to Israelis and Jews. We we do not we, we cannot even have a word strong enough to describe it. All I can do is tell you what they have done. The depths to which they have plunged in this assault on the Jews of Israel. Killing, mass murder, little, tiny, infant babies and beheading them in front of their parents. Parents in Israel today are removing all social media from the phones of their children because Hamas has been sending them through social media, through social media channels, sending them the terrible videos of what they are doing to other Israeli Jews. That's who you're talking about. That's what we're dealing with here. The president didn't talk about any of that yesterday. All he said was, we're with Israel. Thank you. We're with Israel. I don't listen to him anymore because, number one, he was an hour and a half late yesterday. It was a waste of time to wait the hour and a half for him to speak. And all he said was, well, we've got the back of Israel. That's all he said. I don't care what he says. I want to see action. And then he made it about himself, getting with Golda Meir in the hallway. Golda Meir told him, I got nowhere to go, so we're going to win, and so on. Here in our country, you have a number of student groups. And by the way, in academia here in this country, and it starts in elementary school, and it goes all the way through university, people are taught to hate Israel, hate America, and support Hamas and and the terrorists over there. I had a number of parents reach out to me last night who told me their children came home and said, what did Israel do wrong? Because my teacher says they had this coming. They deserve this. What did Israel do wrong, mommy? I mean, my teacher said they deserved being attacked and murdered. What did they do wrong? In schools in San Antonio, Texas, and the surrounding areas. In our area. Schools. Little bitty kids. We know that they do it in universities. So that's how you end up with people in Congress who support this. People in the media. Andrea Mitchell and others. Who have said some very, to me, anti-Semitic things. That I interpret as anti-Semitic. Yesterday, she had a mama on whose two boys were captured and taken into Gaza, and she said, well, how do, Andrea Mitchell says to the mama, well, how do you feel about the attacks that Israel's carrying out on Gaza now? Well, let me get into that relationship for just a minute. Keep in mind, all of that land was given by God to the Hebrews way back in olden days. 
But then they had the diaspora, and when they returned and the nation was formed in 1948, all of that belonged to Israel and the Jews. 67 came along, and the war happened. 73 came along, and the war happened. In both of those instances, as is today, Israel was attacked. Israel was the defender, not the aggressor. Israel won in every instance, 48, 67, and 73. Israel won, and because no Arab country, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, Turkey, Egypt, no Arab country would take the Palestinians because they wouldn't. Israel made a deal and told them, you can have the West Bank. We'll even give you the most sacred and holy site of the Temple Mount, which Israel owned because they won it in war, the spoils of war. They were attacked and they won that land. Same thing with the Gaza where all this is happening right now. That's Israel's land. Israel's not an occupier. They're not colonizers. They're allowing the Palestinians to live there in what is rightfully theirs. Make no mistake about it. Don't call them colonizers. Don't call it apartheid. The Palestinians, the Arabs are there because none of their own brothers and sisters would take them in. And Israel said, here you go. Let's try to peacefully coexist. And instead, the terrorists have been attacking Israel ever since. Israel unilaterally pulled out of the Gaza Strip. They wanted to create a security arrangement with them to protect the Jews at the Gaza Strip. And, of course, to allow the Palestinians a chance at electing a government. They pulled out in 2005. The Palestinians elected Hamas, which is a terrorist organization kills people. They take great delight in murdering people and chopping the heads off of little babies that are funded by Iran. If you try to tie this to settlements in Gaza or the West Bank, you're insane. It has nothing to do with the settlements. The areas that were attacked in Israel have been part of the state of Israel since 1948. Israel has been providing electricity for free to the folks in the Gaza Strip. They don't charge them for electricity. Israel has been providing water to this area for free. They don't charge them for electricity and water. Israel brings in humanitarian goods to the Gaza Strip. And over the last year, Israel has provided 15,000 work permits so that the people can come out of Gaza and work in Israel and make money. The people in Gaza wanted a sewage system, so Israel sent pipes in there. You know what they did? Well, Hamas took those pipes, those concrete pipes, and instead of making a a sewage system for its people, they made them rocket tubes so they could launch rockets into Israel. The cement that is poured into the Gaza Strip to build infrastructure used by Hamas to build terror tunnels as well. That's where many Israelis are being held right now. That's what Hamas does. They say it in their charter, by the way. And Hamas always, always, always hides behind civilians. 
They place their headquarters, their military headquarters, their Pentagon, if you will, underneath hospitals. Oh, yeah. And schools. And Israel always warns people to get out of those areas where military targets are. They always do. They always have. They are right now. They're calling members of Hamas and saying, get everybody out of that building. Hamas says, we don't want them out. We want them in the building. The whole goal, the whole goal as far as Hamas is concerned, is to maximize Palestinian civilian casualties so they can blame Israel and they can claim that some human rights violation is going after to provoke violence in the first place. Israelis want a peace partner there, but that's not what they have with Hamas. Hamas is not a peace partner. They are murderous bastards who just want to kill and destroy the nation of Israel. That's all they are trying to do. William, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Trey, they are non-human. And yes, that's they right. need to be labeled as such. That's right. And and and, and um 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 I, I heard a I heard a guy, I, I I can't remember, I wish I could, but he was a defense uh, minister and he said we need to bomb all four refineries in Iran today. Done. Get, I mean, I mean, bomb them. Get it. Get rid of them. If if we if we bite, he he kept saying, bite the head off the snake. Yes, sir. And that's what we, that's what we have to do. Well, it is, and thank you, William, for your call. It is unconscionable, and it is evil that this administration has not refrozen the six billion dollars, and that this administration has not dealt with Iran straight on. Joe, in his little speech yesterday, he didn't say one word about Iran. Not one. Thank you, William. Victor, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Morning, Trey. I saw on uh, Jesse Waters yesterday that he had a segment where Zelensky is now upset that we're heading, we're helping Israel, and that's just disgusting all, all, all the way. Thank you, Victor. I appreciate it. 210-599-5555. More of your calls are coming up next. I want to tell you about foundation support specialists. Yeah, foundation. That is important for your home, right? That's what your home is sitting on. Some of you own pier and beams. Some of you own concrete that has the post-tension slab and it, the cables inside. Some of you have the rebar slab, the steel slab. Whatever you have, foundation support specialists can come out, and they'll do an analysis, an inspection of your foundation and see if you have a foundation problem. Now, sometimes you'll see the signs of a foundation problem like cracks in your mortar around your bricks maybe something like that cracks inside your house doors that don't open and close windows that don't open and close things like that you can even look at the soil around your foundation if you see it contracting where some holes are starting to form and where the soil meets the foundation better get in touch with them right away but get in touch with them anyway just so you have the peace of mind knowing that they they have looked at your foundation with all the proper tools, and experts know what's going on with your foundation. If you don't have a problem, that's cool. They're going to tell you that. But if you do have a problem, they'll fix it, and they'll guarantee that fix for the life of the structure. FoundationSupportSpecialist.com. Well, some drizzle around this morning, and uh, it's going to pass out of the area as we move on. Clouds and sun later on today should be right around 80 degrees. Right now it's 66 at KTSA. Good morning on Thursday. Israel is under attack in the south. The city of Askanon is being attacked by Hamas, and they are being attacked in the north by Hezbollah. This is what's going on. This is the very latest. Good morning, San Antonio Trey Ware, KTSA. 210 599 5555. 210 599 5555. 
55. So as of right now, what is happening, it's uh, uh, middle of the afternoon over in Israel right now. They are being attacked by Hamas, the terrorists of Hamas, once again, lobbing rockets into uh, southern Israel. Hezbollah is lobbing rockets into, or actually missiles, into the northern part of Israel. They have been taking fire the past couple of days, Israel has, from Syria. So you have them, basically they are surrounded and they are under assault on many different fronts, which is exactly on Monday morning when I sat here, told you that was exactly the fear of what was going to happen. I've been there. It is a, it, it is a wide open space. Uh, Israel basically, because of what the Arab nations have done around them, and they are surrounded by enemies of Israel who want their destruction, uh, they are literally surrounded, even on their western coast, which is where the Mediterranean Sea is, well, that's where Gaza sits, and Gaza is on their west side, lobbing rockets. Hamas is to the north, lobbing rockets down into them. And then, of course, you've got the Islamic Jihad and the folks in Syria on the east side who are shooting at them now. As Israel continues to uh, prepare for their ground invasion of Gaza, one of their military leaders said that when we're done, Gaza is going to look like a tent city. Good. Every one of these murderous bastards from Hamas need to be killed. Every single one of them. We now have the screenshot showing that trained animals of Hamas arriving at very peaceful kibbutz throughout Israel, which is a communal living area started in the last century, mainly agrarian, but has grown into a place where there's some pretty smart kids and they're doing tech stuff, making tech stuff that you enjoy, you and I enjoy, some of the stuff that comes out of kibbutz in Israel. And they are extremely peaceful. And Hamas rolled in on Saturday and they murdered in cold blood people who were asleep. They murdered infant babies in front of their parents and then beheaded those infant babies. When I use the words that Patton used about the Nazis being murderous bastards, that's exactly what I mean. There is not a word in the English language, in the he Hebrew language, in, in the French language, in the Spanish or any of the Romantic languages that I am familiar with. I'm not fluent in all of those, but I'm familiar with all of those. I've been to those places in the world, and I know enough to get along. And there is not a word to describe the evil that we're seeing. Evil is not a strong enough word to see and to describe what we are seeing with the, the enemies of Israel and what they are doing to Israelis and Jews. We, we, do not, we, we cannot even have a word strong enough to describe it. All I can do is tell you what they have done. The depths to which they have plunged in this assault on the Jews of Israel. Killing, mass murder, little tiny infant babies and beheading them in front of their parents. Parents in Israel today are removing all social media from the phones of their children because Hamas 
has been sending them through social media, through social media channels, sending them the terrible videos of what they are doing to other Israeli Jews. That's who you're talking about. That's what we're dealing with here. The president didn't talk about any of that yesterday. All he said was, we're with Israel. Thank you. We're with Israel. I don't listen to him anymore because, number one, he was an hour and a half late yesterday. It was a waste of time to wait the hour and a half for him to speak. And all he said was, well, we've got the back of Israel. That's all he said. I don't care what he says. I want to see action. And then he made it about himself, getting with Golda Meir in the hallway. Golda Meir told him, I got nowhere to go, so we're going to win, and so on. Here in our country, you have a number of student groups. And by the way, in academia here in this country, and it starts in elementary school, and it goes all the way through university, people are taught to hate Israel, hate America, and support Hamas and and the terrorists over there. I had a number of parents reach out to me last night who told me their children came home and said, what did Israel do wrong? Because my teacher says they had this coming. They deserve this. What did Israel do wrong, Mommy? I mean, my teacher said they deserved being attacked and murdered. What did they do wrong? In schools in San Antonio, Texas, and the surrounding areas. In our area. Schools. Little bitty kids. We know that they do it in universities. So that's how you end up with people in Congress who support this. People in the media. Andrea Mitchell and others. Who have said some very, to me, anti-Semitic things. That I interpret as anti-Semitic. Yesterday, she had a mama on whose two boys were captured and taken into Gaza, and she said, well, how do, Andrea Mitchell says to the mama, well, how do you feel about the attacks that Israel's carrying out on Gaza now? Well, let me get into that relationship for just a minute. Keep in mind, all of that land was given by God to the Hebrews way back in olden days. But then they had the diaspora, and when they returned and the nation was formed in 1948, all of that belonged to Israel and the Jews. 67 came along, and the war happened. 73 came along, and the war happened. In both of those instances, as is today, Israel was attacked. Israel was the defender, not the aggressor. Israel won in every instance, 48, 67, and 73. Israel won. And because no Arab country, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, Turkey, Egypt, no Arab country would take the Palestinians because they wouldn't, Israel made a deal and told them, you can have the West Bank, We'll even give you the most sacred and holy site of the Temple Mount, which Israel owned because they won it in war, the spoils of war. They were attacked and they won that land. Same thing with the Gaza where all this is happening right now. That's Israel's land. Israel's not an occupier. They're not colonizers. They're allowing the Palestinians to live 
there in what is rightfully theirs. Make no mistake about it. Don't call them colonizers. Don't call it apartheid. The Palestinians, the Arabs are there because none of their own brothers and sisters would take them in. And Israel said, here you go. Let's try to peacefully coexist. And instead, the terrorists have been attacking Israel ever since. Israel unilaterally pulled out of the Gaza Strip. They wanted to create a security arrangement with them to protect the Jews at the Gaza Strip. And, of course, to allow the Palestinians a chance at electing a government. They pulled out in 2005. The Palestinians elected Hamas, which is a terrorist organization, kills people. They take great delight in murdering people and chopping the heads off of little babies that are funded by Iran. If you try to tie this to settlements in Gaza or the West Bank, you're insane. It has nothing to do with the settlements. The areas that were attacked in Israel have been part of the state of Israel since 1948. Israel has been providing electricity for free to the folks in the Gaza Strip. They don't charge them for electricity. Israel has been providing water to this area for free. They don't charge them for electricity and water. Israel brings in humanitarian goods to the Gaza Strip. And over the last year, Israel has provided 15,000 work permits so that the people can come out of Gaza and work in Israel and make money. The people in Gaza wanted a sewage system, so Israel sent pipes in there. You know what they did? Well, Hamas took those pipes, those concrete pipes, and instead of making a, a sewage system for its people, they made them rocket tubes so they could launch rockets into Israel. The cement that is poured into the Gaza Strip to build infrastructure used by Hamas to build terror tunnels as well. That's where many Israelis are being held right now. That's what Hamas does. They say it in their charter, by the way. And Hamas always, always, always hides behind civilians. They place their headquarters, their military headquarters, their Pentagon, if you will, underneath hospitals. Oh, yeah. And schools. And Israel always warns people to get out of those areas where military targets are. They always do. They always have. They are right now. They're calling members of Hamas and saying, get everybody out of that building. Hamas says, we don't want them out. We want them in the building. The whole goal, the whole goal as far as Hamas is concerned, is to maximize Palestinian civilian casualties so that they can blame Israel and they can claim that some human rights violation is going after to provoke violence in the first place. Israelis want a peace partner there, but that's not what they have with Hamas. Hamas is not a peace partner. They are murderous bastards who just want to kill and destroy the nation of Israel. That's all they are trying to do. William, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Trey, they are non-human. And yes, that's they right. need to be labeled as such. That's right. And and and, and um 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 I, I heard a I heard a guy, I, I I can't remember, I wish I could, 
but he was a defense uh, minister, and he said we need to bomb all four refineries in Iran today. Done. Get, I mean, I mean, bomb them. Get it. Get rid of them. If if we if we bite, he he kept saying bite the head off the snake. Yes, sir. And that's what we, that's what we have to do. Well, it is, and thank you, William, for your call. It is unconscionable, and it is evil that this administration has not refrozen the six billion dollars. And that this administration has not dealt with Iran straight on. Joe, in his little speech yesterday, he didn't say one word about Iran. Not one. Thank you, William. Victor, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Morning, Trey. I saw on uh, Jesse Waters yesterday that he had a segment where Zelensky is now upset that we're heading, we're helping Israel. And that's just disgusting all, all, all the way. Thank you, Victor. I appreciate it. 210-599-5555. More of your calls are coming up next. I want to tell you about foundation support specialists. Yeah, foundation. That is important for your home, right? That's what your home is sitting on. Some of you own pier and beams. Some of you own concrete that has the post-tension slab and it, the cables inside. Some of you have the rebar slab, the steel slab. Whatever you have, foundation support specialists can come out, and they'll do an analysis, an inspection of your foundation and see if you have a foundation problem. Now, sometimes you'll see the signs of a foundation problem like cracks in your mortar around your bricks maybe something like that cracks inside your house doors that don't open and close windows that don't open and close things like that you can even look at the soil around your foundation if you see it contracting where some holes are starting to form and where the soil meets the foundation better get in touch with them right away but get in touch with them anyway just so you have the peace of mind knowing that they they have looked at your foundation with all the proper tools, and experts know what's going on with your foundation. If you don't have a problem, that's cool. They're going to tell you that. But if you do have a problem, they'll fix it, and they'll guarantee that fix for the life of the structure. FoundationSupportSpecialist.com. Well, some drizzle around this morning, and uh, it's going to pass out of the area as we move on. Clouds and sun later on today should be right around 80 degrees. Right now, it's 66 at KTSA. Good morning on Thursday. This is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Well, 210-599-5555. Real quick here, story of the Israeli woman, 25 years old, Inbar Lieberman, who saved an entire kibbutz by leading a group of residents at the kibbutz, ended up killing more than two dozen Hamas terrorists who were advancing on them, including five that she shot herself. She heard explosions on Saturday morning, but they were different than the usual types of explosions that you hear, different than those during the rocket attacks on the kibbutz. So, uh, by the way, that's another point to be made. They are constantly under a barrage of rockets there and have been almost daily, not just since this started on Saturday. This has been a way of life for people in Israel being attacked by Hamas out of the Gaza Strip. So... Lieberman rushed, and she opened up the armory. She gave guns to the 12-member security team. Then she coordinated their response. She placed her squad of kibbutz uh, in strategic positions across the settlement, set up ambushes, so when Hamas showed up, they were able to take them out. She killed five herself. The others gunned down 20 more over four hours, and they saved the lives of the people at the kibbutz there. Boxing icon Floyd Mayweather sent a private jet. He has several of those. Loaded down with food, water, and bulletproof vests and other supplies 
to help Israeli soldiers and civilians. Good on you, Floyd. Way to go, man. 625, Tony, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I appreciate everybody's compassion for the Israelis. Hamas is a terrible organization. They need to be eradicated. I can barely hear you, Tony. Can you talk more into the the phone? I can barely hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I got you now. Okay. I just wanted to to say I appreciate everybody's compassion for the Israelis and Hamas. Any terrorist group needs to be eradicated. But I think what everybody's missing is the evil that men do. And basically what this is is what happened in Hawaii. It's a land grab. Uh, There's a lot of casinos, hotels with more money than those Palestinians have. They want that land. You're saying the Palestinians want Israel? No. What are you saying? The hotels and the casinos want that land. That's waterfront land. Just like they pulled in Hawaii. Hawaii didn't burn down, you know, naturally. They let it burn down. So I think that's all. So you're saying the hotels are in cahoots with Hamas murdering little children in Israel. That's what you're saying. No, I'm saying they're in it with Israel because Israel let this happen. They let this attack happen. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. They they let innocent little babies get their heads chopped off. The evil that men do. Okay. There you go. All right, Tony, you probably need to study a little bit more about the Middle East and understand what, how far back this goes and the dedication that Hamas has to uh, destroy the Jews uh, from planet earth. Uh, And look, I'm not going to sit here and deny that there's some serious intelligence questions. I'm focused on the intelligence questions here in our country. They should be hauled before Congress and placed under oath. I'm going to discuss this with John Hayward in a minute. 635, John Hayward's going to join me. There is no way that U.S. intelligence looks good out of this. And that, my friends, is where we better be paying attention. We better be paying attention to what U.S. intelligence has failed to do because of all the young, healthy, single men on the terror watch list that now drive cars next to us, shop in grocery stores next to us, and live in our neighborhoods. John Hayward joins me at 635. I want to talk about Hicks Carpet One and the great Hicks family been supplying the best in floor covering for homes and businesses just like yours and mine now since 1935. That's right, Papa Larry's still there every day. Every day he's in the shop, he's working hard. But now you can go in and meet his grandkids, Carlton and Sydney. They are wonderful folks, and they just got a heart full of compassion to take care of people when it comes to their flooring, whether it's the highest quality hardwood flooring, whether it's carpet, laminate, tile, or... Luxury vinyl plank. You've heard me talk about that quite a bit, right? That is outstanding stuff. It's got the look of hardwood, but you don't have to worry about scratching it up or getting water on it or anything else because it's waterproof. It's easy to maintain. It's pet friendly. So if you got a four-legged friend around the house, that's all right. You don't have to worry about that stuff. It's tough stuff. And the Hicks family always offers the beautiful guarantee. If you don't like your Carpet One flooring for any reason at all, Hicks is going to replace it, and they will not charge you. It's just great people. When you think of flooring for your home or your business, you think of Hicks at HicksCarpetOne.com. Discover the difference that Jesus Christ can make you. Six now, Trey Ware, KTSA, going to my friend 
John Hayward, author and uh, man about Breitbart.com. He's on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. He joins me every Wednesday at this time. Normally we're talking politics, and we will do that today, but I just kind of want to throw the floor open to him. Uh, and, and, John, get your thoughts on the events of the past several days. Well, I think you could loop it into politics by saying the really stunning thing is watching all these cretins come out of the woodwork over here in the United States and support Hamas, support the atrocities. And I'm not talking about, you know, somebody that throws a lot of junk around on Twitter and has a big mouth. I'm talking Rashida Tlaib. I'm talking U.S. Congress people. I'm talking massive demonstrations in New York and Chicago. Black Lives Matter puts out this poster in Chicago that has a silhouette of the Hamas murder hang gliders on it and them saying that they, they stand with that. That's who they are. That's what they are. Now, I always knew that's what Black Lives Matter is. Burn, loot, murder is the correct interpretation of their acronym. But American corporations donated billions of dollars to this group. <laughs> they put all this money in the hands of Hamas terror sympathizers because they didn't vet them. They didn't do any diligence. They were swayed by the wokesters in their ranks that told them we all need to support Black Lives Matter. I really hope the next president investigates the living hell out of BLM and that this ends with a lot of that money that they, would, that they frauded people out of being reclaimed and that organization being broken up. We have to be better than that. As Americans, we have to be better than this or we're not going to make it. And looking around at these people marching in the streets in support of the people who decapitated babies does not make you optimistic for the future. Well, you, of course, have the hateful eight, right? And that's the ones you just mentioned. Rashida Tlaib and AOC and Ayanna Presley and the others that are there in the hateful eight. You also have the guy who pulled the fire alarm last week. He's in there, too. A guy from Austin who was just a couple of years ago, a low-life city councilman in Austin, Greg Kassar, he's one of the eightful eight up there, who are supporting what's going on against Israel right now, the murderous bastards who are trying to remove Israeli Jews from planet Earth. These people are supporting them. And and you've also got the anti-Semitic college group Students for Justice in Palestine. They're going to have, they got more than 200 chapters on campuses across the country. They're going to hold a day of celebration tomorrow for the attacks that were carried out and continue to be carried out as you and I speak. Israel is under attack right now. Uh, Rhina Workman accusing the Jewish state of genocide, and she is a New York University law student president. She's the president up there, and she says Israel bears full responsibility for their tremendous loss of life. And, of course, you already mentioned Black Lives Matter, and what we're talking about uh, John, is, is you have a command of the English language, as do I, and I know uh, other languages as well because I've traveled around the world, and I cannot find a word in any language in any lexicon that describes what we're seeing now. Evil does not even get close to describing what we're seeing right now. It's evil, and over here it's a kind of psychosis. It's a diseased ideology that's, that's being triggered at its core. This is what the hard left is. This is what they always were. Just look at the Soviet Union, look at China, look at Mao. I mean, this, this leftism is a death cult. It always is. It, in, the, in the final analysis, all of leftism boils down to killing people who disobey or displease you, and it always has been. It always has this ugly, organized, savage, murderous core lurking inside of it, and that's bubbling to the surface in these 
these people. They have an ideology that tells them the Palestinians are victims and they're brown people and the Israelis are white people. And so obviously the Palestinians must be the good guys and anything that they do is justified. And this is what happens when you follow that to particularly unpleasant yellow brick road to the land of Oz that lies at the end of it. You, you find this. You find bloody psychosis. Well, let's go one step further and talk about the U.S. intelligence agencies. Uh, let's talk about the CIA and the FBI and the NSA and the DNI and these others that have now been focusing for the past two and a half years on their number one issue, which is global warming, which is a farce to separate all of us from our money and our freedoms. They have been focusing on white men. Um, Joe Biden said in May of this year, the number one terroristic threat to the United States is white males. And then, of course, as we learned from Newsweek last week, but you and I already knew this, they're focusing on Trump supporters, those who wear the red hats or maybe put up something on Facebook or IG about their support for Trump or whatever. They now have a special division of the FBI who's following these people around. Meanwhile, the southern border's wide open, and young men, and we, you and I have been talking about this now for months on end, young, healthy men without women and children have been flowing across this southern border from all kinds of nations, Syria, China, and everywhere else they've been flowing here into the United States. These are not young men who are coming here to better their lives or who are escaping repression and evil in their countries. If you were escaping repression and evil in your country, you wouldn't leave your women and children behind. So that's a bunch of BS. 156 so far this year that we have encountered on the terror watch list, that's more than the previous four years combined, that we have encountered. No telling how many thousands more have come across our southern border. They've got armies here, John. They're ready to attack here. And look, our intelligence agencies, they're in a box, right? I want to see them under oath today answer questions. What did you know about this attack and when did you know it? Because number one, if they say they didn't know about it, well, then why are we spending trillions of dollars for these agencies to go after global warming white men and Trump supporters? Why are we doing that? And number two, if they did know about it and they didn't say anything, now we got a whole other keg of worms when you consider all these uh, terror suspects who are now going to our grocery stores, driving in cars next to us, and going to our schools. And can you doubt if, if there are terrorist operatives that are among these illegals Joe Biden has been flooding the country with as fast as he can, if there are platoons of terror operatives loyal to Iran and they activate and they start doing things, can you doubt that they would have support from Black Lives Matter? That if they reached out to Black Lives Matter and said, hey, we're going to do a job, uh, we're going to do something in New York, we need some help, that BLM would eagerly assist them? That, that a lot of these left-wing groups, these left-wing student groups, would think it was the very the biggest moment of their lives to help a Hamas terror cell pull off an operation in the United States. I mean, absolutely, we have a red alert crisis in national security, and we have, a, unfortunately, a national security apparatus that is not up to this job. And there are three words that explain why. Barack Hussein Obama. Correct. This is what Obama did to us. He weaponized the entire federal government. He took its natural predilection. I mean, every big bureaucracy, every government agency eventually forgets what its job is supposed to be and starts focusing on its own internal power struggles and making itself richer and increasing its own power and so forth. And Barack Obama took that natural tendency and weaponized it to turn federal agencies into weapons for the left, for the Democratic Party. And he's the one calling the shots now. Joe That's Biden right. is a shambling husk. Of Barack Correct. Obama behind 
behind the scenes is the puppet master that's been running this all along. And this is what you get. You, you no longer have intelligence agencies that are fit for purpose because the only thing that they really know how to do is protect the interests of the Democratic Party, not the American people. Look, let's just lay it on the line because I say it every day. Barack Obama is the puppet master behind Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the dummy, the Charlie McCarthy dummy sitting on his lap. And Barack is running this entire show along with Valerie Jarrett, who was born in Iran. They live together in a house down the street with Michelle, of course, but they live together in a house down the street right there in D.C. I have word from people that I know in D.C. They see the black cars pull up out front. This is a media blackout. You're not allowed to talk about this, but people from the administration stream into that mansion and stream back out. They're getting their marching orders on what to do from Barack Hussein Obama. When he was in power, he gave the entire world to Iran, and now Joe has done the exact same thing, and they refuse to refreeze that $6 billion, but it's not just the $6 billion. There's about $100 billion that Joe allowed to, to flow into Iran in the past two and a half years because he did not enforce sanctions on the oil sales coming out of Iran. So all of this is happening with an intent to destroy Israel and the Jewish people, no doubt about it. And we're next. And, the, and we're next. The Obama, the Obama administration was littered with these arrogant nitwits that were his foreign policy team. They're all teenagers. And they all thought it was the smartest, cleverest thing in the world to pivot away from the Sunni Gulf states and align America with Iran. They thought this was a brilliant masterstroke that was going to reshape foreign policy for 200 years to come. And some of those people were still there. They're, they're older now, but some of them are still there. And they're, they still think that way, and they're still doing that. And it is going to be like pulling teeth to get the Biden administration to do anything substantive against Iran. Israel is going to have to take care of that business themselves. We are next. Uh, if we don't stop this, we have a president and, a, a, by the way, a left-wing Democrat party who is totally against the Second Amendment, totally against you and I having guns to protect ourselves and our families. They're totally against guns unless they're in the hands of Hamas killing and beheading little bitty children. Then they're okay with guns over there. But they don't want any guns here. And the only thing that is going to protect us as American citizens is the fact that we have a Second Amendment, we are armed, and we can defend ourselves. What you saw on Saturday was a people who did not have a Second Amendment, and they were sitting ducks for what happened to them. I mean, if you're still a gun control enthusiast, a real zealot for it after Saturday, you're either too stupid to be allowed to breed. I mean, we need you out of the gene pool if you're that dumb. Or, or you know, a lot of the gun control zealots, some of them aren't just dumb. Some of them are very malicious people. They're malevolent. They want you disarmed. They want you helpless. They have agendas that involve you getting hurt, your family being robbed and destroyed, and they want you disarmed. And that's all the gun control movement is anymore. Oh, that's totally. all that's left of it. Totally. After Saturday, there's nothing else. Totally, 100%. That is exactly what the gun control movement is about. That is making victims of, uh, of, of everyday citizens in this country so that they can be overtaken and controlled by a behemoth government. That's what all this has been about for a long time. And in order to do that in the Middle East, they have to remove Israel. I saw a picture the other day, and I shared it with my partner, Sean Rima. Uh, you know, these guys holding up a sign that says, uh, Queers for Palestine, Queers for Hamas. <laughs> and I'm going... You know what they do to gay people? They throw them off of buildings. They, they torture them first, and then they throw gay people off of buildings. Do you know what they do to women? They subjugate women. They hit women with cattle prods. People here in Texas understand what a cattle prod is. They shock women with cattle prods. That's what they do. And so this is what they're fighting for over there. The only country 
the only country that protects women's rights and the rights of Arabs. Arabs have more freedoms in Israel than they do in the surrounding countries. And they're fighting to erase that kind of freedom and that kind of democracy in the Middle East. And, John, I can't say it enough times. We're next. We're next. I agree. I mean, this, these are people that think violence is justified for the oppressed. They're, they're saying it right to your face. It's not an, an, an interrelation here. It's not an inference. They're, they're actually yelling at the top of their lungs that the Palestinians are the good guys here because they're oppressed and they're courageous rebels and they're fighting back. And they absolutely think they, too, could, could do such things, would be authorized to do such things. Now, most of them are also lazy and stupid, so they wouldn't ever actually do it on their own. They just sit around and daydream about it and have little student rallies about it. But if, if somebody contacts them, if the Iranian of some organized evildoers get a hold of some of these kids and start telling them, hey, kids, it's your chance to join the revolution, some of them will. I mean, mark my words. So we will find out uh, to our cost in the days and months to come that it's not going to be that hard for Hamas, for Iran, for the, these terrorists to recruit here from among the people you see marching for Palestine right now. John Hayward, Breitbart.com, excellent author, and he's here every Wednesday at this time. Thank you, John. We'll talk next week. Thanks very much for having me. Window World and our friend Martin Bamba and his family at Window World, they build exclusively for your home the most beautiful replacement windows that you could ever imagine. How do I know? Because I have them. And uh, actually, actually, Nancy and I bought our Window World windows before he was a sponsor on the show. Uh, I didn't buy them because he was a sponsor. We bought them first. And then I talked to Martin because, you know, <laughs> I've known him for almost 40 years, long time. And I said, look, we love our windows. They were great. They look fantastic. They're doing what you said they were going to do with energy efficiency, and we love the price. Can I talk about you on the radio and tell everybody about our what we bought from you? And he said, absolutely. So here we are. You've got to try these. Have them come out to your home. Just go onto their website, windowworldtx.com. Schedule an appointment. They'll send somebody out to look at your windows and put together a plan for you and a price that is simply amazing that you're going to love, and you will love your Window World windows. I do, and I know you will too. WindowWorldTX.com. From an oil change to an engine change, they can do it all. See up the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Okay, something that's not Israel at war right now, just a couple of breaking things. Uh, number one that's breaking right now from the world of celebrity. Jada Pinkett Smith is saying that she and Will Smith have actually been separated for seven years. Seven years. What a slap happened last year. What's he doing slapping for somebody that's been separated from for seven years? She says they're trying to figure things out. Good luck. They're both dysfunctional weirdos, so they're never going to figure anything out. They won't. Um, I got to tell you about something I mentioned yesterday on the show, and I absolutely—I think I brought it up in Wearing Rhyme too. Uh, absolutely had to try it. The Panda Express, Apple, I, I, I guess the best way to describe it is that it's an egg roll with apple in it instead of egg roll stuff, right? You know, it's got the, it's, it's in the dough, fried dough. And on, outside of it, it's got a uh, dusting of brown sugar. I want you to know that that is the best dessert I have had this year. I kid you not, man. Oh, it's so outstanding. First of all, I love their orange chicken. I'm a lemon chicken fan when I go to Chinese, but they don't have that there at Panda. They've got orange chicken, and I do the orange chicken with a fried rice, and Nancy does the one. Uh, what does she do? Uh, sweet fire chicken. Okay. So we, we had our typical what we typically do, but I said, honey, when you go, would you please ask for the dessert I was talking about on the radio this morning? She did. Wow. 
It was phenomenal. It was everything that they advertised it to be. And the only thing that broke my heart was when I was reading the story, they said it's only there for a short time, only during the month of October, then they're going to get rid of it. Why do companies do that? Man, don't do that. Keep it around. It's really a good dessert. I really, really enjoyed that dessert yesterday. So anyway, I I wanted to follow up with you and tell you about that because I brought it up yesterday, and I said I'm going to try it, and I did try it yesterday. Also, one more thing. Coming up at the Shade Tree this coming Saturday, Foundation 14 launch event where they are going to give a specially equipped motorcycle to an injured vet. I think that's awesome. So they'll have the bike presentation. They're doing raffles. they got food. It's at the Shade Tree on 281. Everybody who rides, you know where the Shade Tree is. Starts at 11 o'clock. Goes from 11 to 2 this coming Saturday. Live music is going to be there as well. Again, the organization is called Foundation 14, a 501c3. And foundation14.org is where you can find out more details. That's foundation14.org. It's this Saturday from 11 to 2. If I can sneak away, it's going to be hard. This is my... 40th wedding anniversary this weekend, but if I can sneak away, I may run out there for a little bit. All right, coming up at 7.05, Ware and Rima, and the latest out of Israel as it continues right now. I mean, it's changing minute by minute because they're under attack right now, so we'll get you the latest on that and some thoughts about what else is happening concerning the war in Israel. We will keep you updated right here on KTSA. Hello, South Texas.